ஸ்ரவணம் மனநம் நிதித்தியாசனம் லிசன் ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் அண்ட் அப்சார்ப் டியர் லிஸ்னர்ஸ் சாய்ராம் அண்ட் வெல்கம் டு அவர் ரேடியோ சீரீஸ் இன் விச் அ டிவைன் டிஸ்கோர்ஸ் பை பகவான் இஸ் பிளேட் இன் ஸ்மால் பார்ட்ஸ் அண்ட் ஃபாலோயிங் ஈச் பார்ட் அ ஷார்ட் டிஸ்கஷன் இஸ் அண்டர் டேக்கன் டு ரிஃப்ளெக்ட் ஆன் த மெசேஜ் திஸ் இஸ் எ பார்ட் ஆஃப் ரேடியோ சாய்ஸ் ஃபர்ஸ்டே லைஃப் ஹோஸ்டெட் பை சாய் பிரகாஷ் அண்ட் பிரேம் every thursday at 7:30 pm only on asia stream of radio sai global harmony in today's episode which was first broadcast live on 17th october 2013 mr suresh rao a member of radio sai team participated as a guest the discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 26th may 1990 sairam to all listeners of radio sai this is prem from team radio sai welcoming you to yet another episode of shravanam mananam nididhyasanam As always, I am having the pleasure of the company of Brother Sai Prakash from Team Radio Sai and I am also having with us a senior member of Radio Sai, Suresh Rao Sai with us. Dear listeners, if you are following our series, we have been studying the discourses that were part of the 1990 Summer Course series. We have completed seven discourses in that series. The last one was about the mind and we are in the threshold of the eighth discourse and this discourse is about Buddhi. so we have more or less at least by syllabus completed the mind we don't know how much of the control of the senses and control of the mind we have mastered but at least as it always happens in a course you know what is done in syllabus is at least done that's true because this series especially is really like a syllabus you know like a class syllabus and uh, uh it looks like life itself is the exam <laughs> you know this is a constant continuous exam going on mm-hmm. and uh, swami is dealing with the syllabus and the exam is going on even while the syllabus is being completed <laughs> and you know this buddhi very interesting uh because when we spoke about the mind we said that how that is one of the most distinguishing factors between animal life and human life true and even talking about the mind it was established that even animals have mind and in fact even plant life is said to have some sensory uh, extra sensory perceptions now true so if there is something which is actually that line which draws a difference between animal and man i think it's buddhi very true and that's why very we are the discriminating mm. intellect exactly right thinking of buddhi just off hand if you think of buddhi what all can you recollect about buddhi it has no physical uh, presence uh, like the mind okay at least the mind has a counterpart of the brain if you think of it in a particular way and uh, i believe there are chemicals and there are reactions in your brain that trigger off when you are thinking of something possibly the chitta aspect of your mind is you know activated but talk of buddhi there's absolutely no physical counterpart now we are really going into the subtler and subtler levels of actually uh, in the earlier uh, discourse swami says mind itself is a mono actor mm-hmm. he takes the place of buddhi chitta ahankara in different modes you know correct correct and when it is discerning and discriminating right and wrong and things like that is the buddhi part of the antakarana so correct it's, it's correct as we uh, learned from previous discourse the mind can be divided into four aspects right manas buddhi chitta and ahankara you know uh, sometime last week when we were talking about dashara one of our colleagues shared with me a very profound uh, thought why do we have this practice of worshiping fire and offering things into fire okay you know there are five elements and you have earth you have water mm-hmm. fire uh, air air and ether mm-hmm. yes uh, okay he was saying that these can be divided into gross and subtle okay okay among the gross mm-hmm. the subtlest among the gross is mm-hmm. fire okay it can be seen but yet it doesn't have a form Mm-hmm. it doesn't even have uh, the physical nature of water mm. so it is the subtlest among the gross mm-hmm. 
and the grosses among the subtle <laughs> okay it's like the threshold it's right in the middle and yeah. that is why they say that it can act as a communication between the gross world and the subtle world beautiful beautiful and you know actually the buddhi is just, just that you mm-hmm. know that which is right in the cusp of that which is absolutely subtle and that which is gross, gross. as you're saying true. that you know we can draw brain as a physical parallel to the mind mm-hmm. but then in that mind the subtle thing is ahankara and buddhi. buddhi but ahankara is again debatable you know there are cultures which say that it is there it is not there but buddhi is something discrimination is something which is inbuilt in every culture and uh, in every upbringing you know i think there is a term in uh, western philosophy called nous okay which is supposed to be a similar concept like buddhi buddhi is uh, translated as intellect right yeah in fact swami says there are two types of buddhi one is the worldly intellect Mm-hmm. that uh, doesn't take you to the spiritual realm other is the discriminative faculty or viveka that is mm-hmm. the higher buddhi mm-hmm. that is what is required for spiritual uh, uh, upliftment you know so worldly knowledge and worldly intellect mm-hmm. is good in the life of dualities mm-hmm. but for spiritual uh, upliftment that buddhi has to be transmuted into viveka which leads to vairagya and uh, other higher uh, nobler uh, yeah, i think uh, i mean the way i'm looking at it is i feel it is the same thing but when it goes deeper mm-hmm. i think it goes into that viveka mm-hmm. which you talk of because buddhi what it's basically supposed to do is supposed to discriminate between good and bad harmful and yeah. safe whereas viveka but, is discriminating between the temporary and the permanent right. so i think so the same it, discrimination if it goes deeper it will actually lead to yeah. that which is temporary and that which is permanent when you say that you know this is going to give me happiness in short term and this is going to give me happiness in long term when you bring in that deeper thought i think that buddhi automatically gets translated into viveka or the higher uh, that's true let's see what swami has got to say about buddhi <laughs> and uh, the title of this chapter is buddhi the charioteer right we and had, uh, holding the reins yes as the first discourse on the mind yes and um, this is in tune with the classic uh, example given by katopanishad right. where the horses are the senses and um, the reins is the mind and the charioteer is buddhi and the chariot itself is the body it's the body yeah okay and atma is the rider atma is a rider yeah <laughs> <laughs> so let us go on with the first yes, clip we'll of listen to the first clip which is about 9 you know, minutes and then we'll speak about it. ಮನಸೆ ನೀರದಿ ಮುತ್ಯಮೌ ನೀರದಿ ಮರಚಿ ಪೋಕುಡಿಟಿ ಮಂಚಿ ಮಾಟ ಮರಚಿ ಪೋಕುಡಿಟಿ ಮಂಚಿ ಮಾಟ ಮರಚಿ ಪೋಕುಡು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟ್ರಾರ್ಡಿನರಿ ಪವರ್ ಆನ್ ಅರ್ಥ ದ ಪ್ಯೂರ್ ಹಾರ್ಟ್ ಅಲೋನ್ is very important do not forget this good word chedda chudaradu chaparadeppudu vinagaradeppudu vishwamandu chedda chudaradu ಚಪರಾದೆಪ್ಪುಡು ವಿನಗರಾದೆಪ್ಪುಡು ವಿಶ್ವಮಂದು ಮೂಡು ಕೋತುಲುಗಲ ಮೂರ್ತಿನೀ 
మూడు కోతులు గల మూర్తిని మదిదలచు ఉన్న మాట తెలుపుచున్న మాట మూడు కోతులు గల మూర్తిని మది నిలుపు ఉన్న మాట తెలుపుచున్న మాట డూ నాట్ సీ ఈవిల్ do not talk evil do not hear evil at any time in the world establish in your heart the statue of those three monkeys which give you this lesson this is a matter of fact which i am telling you vidyarthulara డియర్ స్టూడెంట్స్ ఉపనిషత్ వాక్యానుసారము శరీరము రథమనియు ఇంద్రియములు గుర్రమనియు మనసు పగ్గమనియు మనం గుర్తించుకున్నాం అకార్డింగ్ టు ది డిక్లరేషన్స్ ఆఫ్ ది ఉపనిషత్ వీ హ్యావ్ రికగ్నైజ్ దట్ ఫిజికల్ బాడీ ఈజ్ లైక్ చారియట్ అండ్ సెన్సెస్ ఆర్ హార్సెస్ మైండ్ ఈజ్ ద రోప్ శరీర ఇంద్రియ మనస్సు యొక్క తత్వము కేవలము ఒక నిరుపయోగమైనటువంటివి ది ప్రిన్సిపుల్ అసోసియేటెడ్ ఆర్ ద బేసిస్ ఆఫ్ ది ఫిజికల్ బాడీ ది సెన్సెస్ అండ్ ద మైండ్ ఈస్ బై ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ యూజ్లెస్ గుర్రములు ఎంత భద్రమైనవైనప్పటికీ పగ్గములు ఎంత బిగువైనవైనప్పటికీ రథము చాలా అందచందములతో కూడినప్పటి సారథియే లేకుండినా ఈ రథము ఈ పగ్గములు ఈ యొక్క గుర్రములు కూడాను నిరుపయోగమే ది చారియట్ ఆఫ్ ది బాడీ మే బీ ఎక్సలెంట్ ద హార్సెస్ మే బీ ఇన్ ట్రిమ్ కండీషన్ అండ్ ద రోప్ మే ఆల్సో బీ వెరీ స్ట్రాంగ్ అండ్ స్టర్డీ బట్ ఇఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో చారియట్ ఇయర్ ఆల్ దీస్ ఆర్ యూజ్లెస్ కనుక జీవిత యాత్రలో బుద్ధి అత్యంత ప్రధానమైనటువంటిది దే ఫోర్ ఇన్ ది జర్నీ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ ఈజ్ ఎ వెరీ ఇంపార్టెంట్ ఇన్స్ట్రుమెంట్ నిశ్చయాత్మక బుద్ధి అన్నారు ఇది నిశ్చయాత్మకమైనటువంటిది దిస్ ఈస్ ద వన్ విచ్ విచ్ టీచర్స్ స్టడీనెస్ జీవితంలో అనేక సమస్యలు అనేక విధమైనటువంటి చిక్కులు అలజడలు చెలరేగుతుంటాయి వన్ ఫేసెస్ ఇన్ లైఫ్ ఏ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ ప్రాబ్లమ్స్ ఏ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ డిఫికల్టీస్ అండ్ ఏ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ డిఫికల్ట్ సిచ్యుయేషన్స్ అయితే ఈ సమస్యలను పరిహారంగా ఆవించుకోవటం ప్రతి మానవునికి ప్రధాన కర్తవ్యం ఇట్ ఈస్ ది డ్యూటీ ఆఫ్ ఎవ్రీ మ్యాన్ to solve these problems aithe iyokka pariharamulaku edi pradhanamaina sutramu what is it that can help you to provide a solution for the problems buddhi that is intelligence buddhi yokka pravesham leka mana yokka samasyalu kaani mana yokka sambandhamaina chikkulu gaani teerutaku veelu kaadu without intelligence playing its own role it is impossible for us to solve any problems of life samshyaatma vinasthati samshyamulaku nirmoolam gaavinchinatvanti buddhi kanukane buddhi grahya matindriyam annaru indriyamulaku atheetamainatvanti kanuka idi samshyaatmakamainatvanti oka swarupam as intelligence transcends the senses it is that which can help in deciding and solving the problems భగవద్గీత తన యొక్క ప్రవాహములకు రెండు హద్దులను ఏర్పరచుకున్నది దెర్ ఆర్ టూ బన్స్ ప్రిస్క్రైబ్ బై భగవద్గీత ఫార్ ఇట్స్ ఫ్లో ఈ హద్దులే లేకుండినా ఈ జీవిత ప్రవాహం అనేటువంటిది కేవలము అనేక విధములైనటువంటి యొక్క చిక్కులకు బాధలకు అపాయములకు గురి అవుతుంది 
if the flow of life does not have these two bonds or two banks then it faces innumerable dangers and problems oka vaipuna ashtacharya mantram maroka vaipuna ashtacharya mantram ee rendu mantramulu anetuvanti gattu naduma ee jeevitham anetuvanti pravaham pravahinchina sukha shanti anetuvanti yokka anugraha sagaramu cheragalavu ani deeni yokka antarartham the inner meaning of it is that on either side of this flow there is a eight lettered mantra on both the sides and within this if it the life flows it can reach the goal of grace and enjoy it oka vaipuna shraddha van labhate ganam idi enimidi akshramam yokka mantram this eight lettered mantra one such is shraddha van labhate ganam మరొక వైపున ఉండినప్పుడే మానవ జీవితము గమ్యము చేరగలదు హ్యూమన్ లైఫ్ కెన్ రీచ్ ఇట్స్ గోల్ ఓన్లీ వెన్ ఆన్ వన్ సైడ్ ఇట్ హ్యాస్ శ్రద్ధ ఇంట్రెస్ట్ ఆన్ ది అదర్ సైడ్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఫ్రమ్ డౌట్స్ కనుక మానవులకు శ్రద్ధ నిస్సంశయము అత్యవసరమనేటువంటిది గీత నిర్ణయపరుస్తూ వచ్చింది గీత హాస్ ఎక్స్పౌండెడ్ దట్ ఫర్ మ్యాన్స్ హ్యాపీ లైఫ్ దెర్ ఇస్ నీడ్ ఫార్ వన్ సైడ్ శ్రద్ధ అనదర్ సైడ్ ఫ్రీడమ్ ఫ్రమ్ ఆల్ డౌట్స్ బ్యూటిఫుల్ పద్యం టు స్టార్ట్ విత్ a couple of padyams to start with this time mm-hmm. and uh, sami is emphasizing on the idea of purity of mind you know that's interesting because he's talking about the buddhi mm-hmm. but he's talking of purity of mind mm-hmm. bringing in the idea how intellect is essential for purity of mind correct and then sami speaks about see no evil speak no evil mm-hmm. again bringing in the idea how that intellect is most essential to do that discrimination between good correct. and bad correct right and wrong and um, how we learnt in the previous discourse about the three faults of the mind exactly you know the way you said it's like a syllabus which i'm is going through <laughs> you know proved so far <laughs> and takes on from that's this. proven <laughs> that is mala vikshepa and avarna right so mala is like the dust and the dirt on the mind Yeah. and um, mala vikshepa is unsteady mind the waveringness, the waveringness and avarna is like a thick cloth, cloth put on, on the, the mind on the mind yeah right. and you know we were talking about uh, swami saying purity of mind mm-hmm. confers all the power mm-hmm. yeah, i can't but recall uh, that incident i think we've narrated it many times before and played it on the radio mm-hmm. about swami having a arm wrestling match that's with one true. of the students that's true you know very uh, graphically swami has with one of the strongest looking students there yes and he is not able to defeat swami then four other students jump in and all gymnasts yeah they try to arm wrestle swami and defeat him mm. and in a moment swami pulls down all of them yes and uh, around that time everybody is looking and swami it's so obvious you are after all divine mm-hmm. what is the surprise that you've been able to do it mm. And the next statement Swami said was I have not used my divine power. He says I have not used one bit of my divine power and Swami said the power which you saw now mm-hmm. not a single bad thought has crossed this mind ever since this body came into the same, mm-hmm. same thing Swami says about trikarana shuddhi right and uh, purity of thought word and deed he materializes a ring and gives it to the boy he says you can also do this <laughs> okay provided you have trikarana shuddhi <laughs> <laughs> alignment and coordination of thought word and deed imagine that purity can take us to that level <laughs> you know uh, talking of this arm wrestling it is something of a common occurrence when swami would stand on the veranda and uh, you know boys are uh, taking namaskar swami's namaskar pad namaskar and uh, um, some boys want to get extra grace mm-hmm. so they put their hands under swami's feet right. <laughs> and uh, swami also is standing there and speaking to all the boys as if nothing has happened and he adjusts you know he lifts his feet a little bit and then the boys put uh, their i mean 
<laughs> how how uncomfortable it must be but swami is with so much of love he just lifts his feet and then boys put their hands under swami's feet but once in a while he just presses <laughs> the last toe the small <laughs> right. toe he just presses it down boys can't remove their hands from under his feet because it's so strong i mean physical body gains so much strength Uh, because of purity of the mind it's very interesting that you said that because i remember i remember another thing which one of my one of the staff here once was sharing with me mm-hmm. you know swami would stand for 45 minutes to 1 hour exactly. at one spot exactly to talk mm. so what swami used to do is shift his weight from one feet to the other uh-huh. so that is a time when swami would lift his feet as little okay. Okay. and that's when boys would slip their uh, uh. hands under swami's feet mm-hmm. one occasion you know there was one professor who was seeing this mm-hmm. he had newly joined the university who was seeing this mm-hmm. beautiful sight of uh, mm-hmm. the children putting their hand and swami knowing that somebody's put their hand swami would put his feet on mm-hmm. it and give them that pleasure mm-hmm. so he had the desire to once put his hand under swami's feet mm-hmm. so one day when swami stood in front of him and was talking to boys around him when swami did that you know shifting his feet mm-hmm. from one feet to other he slipped his hand slowly mm-hmm. and swami put his feet down and felt somebody's hand looked and it he saw that it was this professor's hand hmm. for some reason maybe swami wanted to show respect because he's a professor among students for students it's a different thing hmm. and it seems swami lifted his leg hmm. and he said for the next 45 50 minutes hmm. swami stood in that same pose on one feet hmm. with one leg one feet a little raised so that it doesn't touch his hand Oh my, my god. god. And you know the same Swami who could put that much pressure on the hand could even do this. That's beautiful. That's the power beautiful. of purity. <laughs> and control, I mean. Control. control. What That's control? The word, right? What control over the and, and that of course, you know, you need not go anywhere else to see control over the senses because when you are ignored by Swami in the darshan line, <laughs> you know how much control he has over his vision. He will come all the way till you and then jump you <laughs> and then go on with the next person. every sense organ swami had perfect control in that means his life is his message that way but uh, this aspect of purity of the mind giving so much strength to the physical body is just amazing even christianity believes in this purity see purity of the heart they say mm-hmm. blessed are the pure in heart jesus said in a, the sermon Correct. for they shall see god mm. that is the only sentence where he say they shall see god Mm. and other he said blessed are the meek and blessed are the poor and all that but not for seeing god <laughs> for inheriting the earth and for uh, um, mm. uh, going to other uh, happier places <laughs> and all the purity of the heart is what is stressed in all all the religions correct purity of mind and purity of heart i think swami means the same thing here when he says Uh, I mean, when you are talking about charioteer here, Buddha as charioteer, I can't help but uh, recollect Sanatana Sarathi. I mean, how <laughs> Swami gave the name, uh, how apt and how powerful the name is. Sanatana possibly could stand even for Sanatana Dharma. I don't know. Eternal. Maybe. Because it's eternal, Sanatana. And uh, Sarathi is the charioteer. <laughs> and uh, the... Swami named the magazine Sanatan Sarathi way back in 1958. Right. I think February Shivratri 1958 was the first episode, uh, first, uh, uh, first, issue. first issue of Sanatan Sarathi. Mm-hmm. And it has been going on ever since. How beautiful. Yeah. Krishna also played the role of the right. charioteer. See, that was <laughs> so important. <laughs> and that's the... I mean, there's so much beauty in that mm-hmm. title itself. In yeah. Sanatan Sarathi. You know, it's, it's just, uh, just a random thought. Krishna played the role of a charioteer okay because he is playing a role i mean atma is just there atma is and it, i don't know what role atma plays atma is but anything that plays a role when god himself wants to play a role the next purest level is the sarathi there's buddhi the buddhi next to the atma right <laughs> next to the atma i think that's exactly what mm-hmm. swami is coming to say in some of these discourses mm-hmm. where he says the closest of the four aspects of the mind that's true to the, uh, we'll come to that later but again uh, before he goes on Swami is making a definition of the buddhi mm-hmm. which is that Sanskrit uh, phrase Nishayatmaka buddhi the Nishayatmika buddhi which mm-hmm. is that which has the capacity to make decisions correct to choose between one two or three of choices which are there mm-hmm. and you know it's very interesting uh, Swami is talking about that and then Swami is coming to 
the concept of samshayatma vinashati mm-hmm. that if you have doubts you perish mm-hmm. and then saying connecting these two mm-hmm. the buddhi is the one which can actually remove doubts mm-hmm. and samshayatma vinashati is something which you have to avoid samshayatma the doubts, doubts are something which you have to avoid so that which breaks down these doubts and gives you clarity is the buddhi that's true i mean that which is not associated with buddhi it gives rise to doubts doubts so look at it that way right um, so if you are having a doubt then obviously you are not uh, that particular thought is not in tune with buddhi right <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, sami goes on to talk about uh, how gita says that there are two banks to this river which will lead you to your goal mm-hmm. the two ashtakshari mantras so sami says shraddhavan labhate gnanam and टॉकिंग ऑफ बुद्धि आई मीन लाइक इन इंडियन इन सनातन धर्म एवरीथिंग हैज अ सिम्बॉलिज्म लाइक यू से गणेशा लॉर्ड गणेशा इज अ रिमूवल ऑफ ऑल ऑब्स्टेकल्स एंड ही हैज बुद्धि एंड सिद्धि एज इज टू वाइफ्स राइट वॉट कुड बी द इनर सिग्निफिकेंस बिकॉज बुद्धि इज सपोज टू गिव यू क्लियर क्लैरिटी इट सपोज टू गिव यू क्लैरिटी ऑफ विजन ऑफ द आत्मन so and uh, lord ganesha is said to be the remover of all obstacles so i think in some way lord ganesha and buddhi are connected i know maybe we should read more about it it's just a thought <laughs> exactly i think we should because swami always says that vinayaka is buddhi pradayaka hmm correct swami often says hmm and even this word uh, shraddha i think is a very deep word mm-hmm. even as we know it it has two meanings one is earnestness mm-hmm. the other is faith correct correct right and here in this context actually swami uses both yeah swami yeah. says faith and doubt doubt mm. doubt is a opposite of faith yeah. here actually. and later he is saying that it is the will to do something it is that drive correct correct and in fact you know sir, one of my teachers were telling me shri baba used to say shraddha and sabri sabri yeah in most places it is interpreted as faith and patience mm-hmm. but he said if you take it as earnestness and patience mm mm-hmm. It is like you have a drive, you have a push to do something, mm. but you're also patient. Beautiful. And he said that brings in the message of Gita. Karmaniya vada kar. You do it with full earnestness, mm. but you're not interested in what the result is. Very beautiful. Very. He beautiful. said that is what actually Shri Baba taught: Shraddha mm. and Saburi. You want, mm. but you're not worried whether it, it is given to you or not. Even in Nisargadatta Maharaj's, I am that. Mm-hmm. That's all he says. What should I do? What should I do? People, be earnest in seeking. they say no kashchit diraha so a person who is determined and who wants to take up this path and the moment he is earnest then he goes forward absolutely and in fact you know that is one thing that is in connection which is there in this where swami is saying shraddha and doubts you know mm-hmm. earnestness and the ability to give up doubts because later swami says the most mm-hmm. important thing about the buddhi is mm-hmm. able to make that decision being non attached Mm. you know that will come only when you're earnest that's true when your focus is absolutely on you know whether it is pleasant or unpleasant i have to go to what is right that earnestness that will come only when you know i think that's later in the discourse hey, just uh, a slight deviation may not be exactly swami says for success six qualities utsaham sahasam dhairyam buddhi shakti parakramam okay. see so utsaham that is enthusiasm, enthusiasm. and mm-hmm. sahasam is bravery, bravery. Uh, all these uh, are attributes of earnestness in a sense because that earnestness to go forward that earnestness to seek includes these various uh, attributes in fact <laughs> no, interpreting sahasam otherwise it's also called the adventurous spirit <laughs> exactly Hmm. You know the uh, desire and the drive to go to that hmm. which is not seen. He says, "Utsaham, sahasam, dhairyam, buddhi, buddhi, shakti, parakramam, parakram." I mean, the words are so Neither. as if you are you are going in for a war. It's like as if, but uh, this is what is required uh, in daily life. In, <laughs> intrepid, that word is there. That okay. stands for courage and adventure. Okay, okay. the intrepid man or but. That hmm. all applies here, actually. <laughs> so, should we go on to the next clip? Yes, should we go to the second clip in that discourse? Yeah. This Buddha ki, mare ane ke pyarlo pura unto navi. This intelligence Buddha has different names. Dini ki antarvani ani mare ko pyar. Another name for this is inner voice. 
ఈ అంతర్వాణిని పురస్కరించుకునియే మానవుడు కొంతవరకు తమ జీవిత మార్గమును అనుసరిస్తూ ఉంటాడు మ్యాన్ ఫాలోస్ టు ఏ గ్రేట్ ఎక్స్టెంట్ ఫాలోయింగ్ ది డిక్టేట్స్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ ఇన్నర్ వాయిస్ సమస్యలు చెలవేయగినప్పుడు అంతర్వాణి యొక్క సంబంధమైన జవాబును కోసం కాచుకొని ఉంటాడు మ్యాన్ వెయిట్స్ ఫార్ ది ఆన్సర్స్ కమింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ ది ఇన్నర్ వాయిస్ వెన్ ఎవర్ హీ ఫేసెస్ ప్రాబ్లం అంతర్వాణియే సంతృప్తియా లేకుండినా తాను సంతృప్తిని ఏమాత్రం కూడా ప్రకటించలేడు ఇఫ్ హీస్ ఇన్నర్ వాయిస్ డస్ నాట్ గివ్ హిమ్ సాటిస్ఫాక్షన్ నో అదర్ ఎక్స్టర్నల్ సాటిస్ఫాక్షన్ కెన్ గివ్ హిమ్ రియల్ సాటిస్ఫాక్షన్ ఇది అంతర్వాణి సంతృప్తిగా ఉండినా తాను బాహ్య సంబంధమైన జగత్తునందు కూడా సంతృప్తిని ప్రకటిస్తాడు if his inner voice or his conscience is happy then he will express the same happiness externally adhe manam nitya jeevithamlo upayoga pettuntam na conscience naaku triptiga ledu na conscience deenni oppukovatam ledu antaru anaga emi antarvani anaga conscience when you say antarvani it is conscience in the common parlance also will be coming across statements i my conscience is not happy i am not satisfied with what my conscience is kanuka motta mota follow the master annam nee master ever ide antarvaniye nee conscience nee master in the statement follow the master who is the master referred to it is the conscience ee conscience nu antarvanini manam anusarinchinappudu sariyainaatundi sthayini manam cherukogalam if you can follow the conscience properly you can reach the proper stage aithe ee buddhi ki inkoka peru kuda untunnadi there is one more name for this buddhi intelligence jeeniki vigyanamu ani kuda nu cheppagalaru for this vigyanamu or wisdom ee vigyanam annatundi bahya sambandhamaina vishayamlo maatrame vimarsinchi vicharana salipi nirnayam chestundi this vignanam or the external wisdom only decides things relating to external world aithe buddhi antar sambandhamaina yokka samasyalu teerchi tadwara oka nirnayaniki teesukoni vastundi intelligence solves problems internal problems and helps you to come to certain decisions kanuka deeniki sariyainatundi vignanam ani cheppatamu sariyainatundi yokka peru kaadu therefore this word vignanam is not appropriate to describe intelligence ee vigyanam annatundi bahya sambandhamaintundi laukika bhautika jagatnaku sambandhinchinatundi this word vigyanam is applicable to the physical world the external world buddhi antar sambandhamaina sutra swarupamaina tatvaniki sambandhinchinatundi the intelligence is associated with the inner world which is satla kanuka ఈ బుద్ధి యొక్క తత్వాన్ని చక్కగా గుర్తించడం ప్రయత్నించడం అత్యవసరము దేర్ ఫోర్ ఇట్ ఈస్ నెసెసరీ టు అండర్స్టాండ్ ద ప్రిన్సిపుల్ అండ్ ద నేచర్ ఆఫ్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ అయితే మధ్య మధ్య ఈ బుద్ధిని కూడా అహంకారం ఆవరిస్తూ ఉంటాయి సమ్ టైమ్స్ దిస్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ ఇస్ ఎన్వలప్డ్ బై ఈగో శరీరమున కంటే ఇంద్రియములు సూక్ష్మమైనటువంటివి గను senses are subtler than the body ee indriyamul kante manasu marinta sookshmamainatundi ganu mind is subtler than the senses ee manasu kante buddhi atyanta sookshmamainatundi ganu intelligence is more subtle than the mind buddhi kante aatma ananta sookshmamainatundi ganu aatma is infinitely subtler compared to all these things ninnayinchavachu we can decide this very confusedly ఇట్టి సూక్ష్మమైనటువంటి బుద్ధికి అహంకారం ఆవరించినదనగా అహంకారం అనేటువంటిది బుద్ధి కంటే సూక్ష్మమైనటువంటిదిగా మనం నిరూపించాలి వెన్ యూ సే దాట్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ ఇస్ ఎన్వలప్డ్ బై ఈగో ఈగో మస్ట్ బి సట్లర్ దాన్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ అహంకారం అత్యంత సూక్ష్మమైనటువంటిది ఈగో ఈజ్ ఎక్స్ట్రీమ్లీ సటల్ సర్వత్రా ప్రవేశిస్తుంది it is found everywhere sarva karmalu endukudanu praveshistundi it enters into every action of yours kanukane manavudu ee oka ahankaramnu daati aatmanu cheralekapothunnadu that is the reason why man has not been able to conquer this ego and reach aatma oka anoka raju oka pedda samaveshamlo gaavinchi 
అందులో గొప్ప గొప్ప శాస్త్రజ్ఞులను పండితులను ఆహ్వానించాడు వన్ కింగ్ కాల్ ఏ బిగ్ అసెంబ్లీ ఆఫ్ పండిట్స్ అండ్ స్కాలర్స్ అండ్ ఇన్వైటెడ్ ఆల్ ఆఫ్ దెమ్ ఈ సమావేశంలో ఈ మహారాజు ఒక ప్రశ్నని వేశాడు దిస్ కింగ్ పుట్ ఎ క్వశ్చన్ టు ది పార్టిసిపెంట్స్ ఇన్ దట్ అసెంబ్లీ ఇంత వేదశాస్త్ర ఇతిహాస పురాణముల యొక్క ప్రమాణములను ప్రత్యక్ష రూపకంగా గోచరింపజేసి అనుభవించి ఆనందించి జగత్తుకు అందించినటువంటి ఓ పండిత వర్యులారా ఓ గ్రేట్ స్కాలర్స్ హూ హ్యావ్ మాస్టర్ ద వేద శాస్త్ర ఇతిహాసాస్ అండ్ వేరియస్ స్క్రిప్చర్స్ అండ్ హూ హ్యావ్ ఎంజాయిడ్ ఆల్ దీస్ థింగ్స్ ఈ సమావేశంలో కూడినటువంటి ఈ మహా అదృష్టవంతులలో ఎవరు మోక్షమును చేరగలరు అని ప్రశ్నించాడు ఈ క్వశ్చన్ కంటిన్యూడ్ అమంగ్ ఆల్ దోస్ పీపుల్ హూ హ్యావ్ అసెంబుల్డ్ హియర్ హూ హ్యాస్ ది పవర్ టు రీచ్ మోక్ష లిబరేషన్ అయితే ఈ పండితులు అనేక పాండిత్యం కలిగినటువంటి వారు అయినప్పటికీ దీనికి ధైర్యంగా సాహసంగా జవాబును చెప్పడానికి సాహసించలేదు దీస్ స్కాలర్స్ హ్యావ్ అసెంబుల్డ్ హ్యావ్ నో డౌట్ స్కాలర్షిప్ బట్ దే డిడ్ నాట్ డేర్ కమౌట్ విత్ అన్ ఆన్సర్ ఫర్ ది క్వశ్చన్ ఆఫ్ ది కింగ్ అబౌట్ లిబరేషన్ సమావేశంలో సభ అంతా కూడా స్తంభించిపోయింది దేర్ వాస్ పర్ఫెక్ట్ సైలెన్స్ అండ్ శబ్దంగా ఉండినటువంటి ఆ యొక్క శబ్దములు ఒక సామాన్యమైన వ్యక్తి లేచి మహారాజా నేను పోతే పోవచ్చును అన్నాడు ఇన్ దట్ గ్రేట్ అసెంబ్లీ వేర్ దేర్ వాజ్ పర్ఫెక్ట్ సైలెన్స్ దేర్ వాజ్ వన్ లోన్ వాయిస్ ఫ్రమ్ అన్ ఆర్డినరీ మ్యాన్ వల్ ఓ కింగ్ ఐ మే బీ ఏబుల్ టు రీచ్ పండితులకందరికీ మహా అసూయ కలిగింది ఏ శాస్త్రము ఏ ఇతిహాసము ఏ పురాణము ఏ భగవద్గీత ఏ బ్రహ్మసూత్రము ఏమీ తెలియనటువంటి సామాన్య మానవుడు ఆల్ దీస్ స్కాలర్స్ ఓర్ అసెంబుల్డ్ వర్ జలస్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ ఆర్డినరీ మ్యాన్ హూ డేర్ ఆన్సర్ దట్ యుడ్ గో టు లిబరేషన్ హ్యాస్ హిస్ నాట్ మాస్టర్డ్ ఆర్ స్టడీడ్ ఎనీ ఆఫ్ ది స్క్రిప్చర్స్ భగవద్గీత వేద సూపనిషస్ బ్రహ్మసూత్ర ఆర్ ఎనిథింగ్ లైక్ ఎట్టి సాధన సంపత్తిని కూడా ఎరుగునటువంటి ఈ పామరుడు దిస్ పర్టికులర్ పర్సన్ హూ హెస్ నాట్ నేను పోతే పోవచ్చునని చెప్పిన ధైర్యంగా చెబుతున్నాడే ఇతనికి ఎక్కడి నుంచి వచ్చింది ఈ ధైర్యం దేనిని బట్టి చెబుతున్నాడు దీని యొక్క అంతరార్థం ఏమిటి అని వారిలో వారు చాలా గుసగుసలు ప్రారంభమైనాయి హౌ డేర్ దిస్ జెంటల్మెన్ డి క్లర్స్ దట్ హీ మే బి ఏబుల్ టు రీచ్ లిబరేషన్ వెన్ హీ హాస్ నాట్ డన్ ఎనిథింగ్ లైక్ దాట్ దే బిగాన్ క్వశ్చనింగ్ అమంగ్ దెల్స్ అండ్ విస్పరింగ్ అమంగ్ దెల్స్ అబౌట్ ది ఫుల్ హార్డినెస్ ఆఫ్ దిస్ జెంటల్మెన్ మహారాజు ఆ వ్యక్తిని చెంత చేర్చి నాయన ఏ ఆధారంలో పురస్కరించుకొని నీవు నేను పోతే పోవచ్చునని పలికావు ఇంతమంది పండితుల వర్యుల లోపల ఇది పండితులు అవమానపరిచినట్టు కాదా కింగ్ కాల్ దట్ జెంటల్మెన్ నియర్ ఆర్ అండ్ జస్ట్ టోల్డ్ అఫెక్షనేట్లీ వెల్ అన్ వాట్ బేసిస్ కెన్ యూ సే దట్ యూ క్యాన్ రీచ్ లిబరేషన్ ఈజ్ ఇట్ నాట్ పుటింగ్ ఆల్ దీస్ స్కాలర్స్ టు షేమ్ మహారాజా క్షమించండి నేను పోతే పోవచ్చు అనేటువంటి అంతరార్థంలో నేను అనేటువంటి అహం పోతే పోవచ్చు అనేటువంటి యొక్క భావమే దీని యొక్క భావం అన్నాడు హీ సెట్ వెల్ మహారాజా వెన్ ఐ సెట్ దట్ ఐ మే నేను పోతే పోవచ్చు దట్ మీన్స్ ఇఫ్ ఈ గో ఇఫ్ ఐ గో ఐ మే గో అహం 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 నేను అనేటువంటిది ఒక అహం ఈ అహము ఆకారంతో కూడటం చేత ఇది అహంకారంగా మారిపోయింది వెన్ ఈ సెట్ దట్ ఈఫ్ ఐ గో దట్ రెఫర్ టు ది ఈగో హీ మెంట్ దట్ ఈ ఈగో గోస్ వన్ కెన్ గో టు లిబరేషన్ దేహాత్మ భావం పోయినప్పుడే మోక్షములకు అర్హుడవుతాడు అనేటువంటిదే దీని అంతరార్థం అన్నాడు ద ఇన్నర్ మీనింగ్ ఆఫ్ దాట్ వాస్ దాట్ ఈవ్ బాడీ కాన్షియస్నెస్ ఇస్ లాస్ట్ అండ్ ఈ ఈగో మానవుని ఎందుకు ఈ దేహాత్మ భావము దేహతాదాత్మ్యంలో పొందినప్పుడే ఇది అహంకారంగా రూపొందుతుంది వెన్ ఏ పర్సన్ ఐడెంటిఫైస్ హిమ్సెల్ విత్ దిస్ బాడీ దెన్ హీ డెవలప్స్ ఈగో కనుక ఈ అహంకారం ఉండినంత వరకు కూడాను బుద్ధి కూడా ప్రకాశించదు యాజ్ లాంగ్ యాజ్ వన్ సఫర్స్ ఫ్రమ్ ఈగో వన్స్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ విల్ నాట్ షైన్ కనుక మొట్టమొదటి బుద్ధిని ఆవరించినటువంటి అహంకారాన్ని నిర్మూలంగా ఆవించడానికి తగిన కృషి చెయ్యాలి దేర్ ఫార్ ఇన్ ది ఫస్ట్ ఇన్స్టెన్స్ మేక్ ఎఫర్ట్స్ టు డెస్ట్రాయ్ ఈగో విచ్ ఎన్వెలప్స్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ 
Swami is uh, stopping off on a very excruciating point. He says that ego has to be controlled, but we'll have to wait till next week to see how that can be done. Like Swami says, no, the heart is a one-seat chamber. You either have the ego there or you have God residing there. Both can't reside. Right. So that's see um, the last sentence where Swami said, no. Ahankaram to remove this ahankaram, tagina krishi cheyali. That krishi, that effort, is what is earnestness. Right. No. Right. That earnestness and that to make that effort to subdue your ego. I think I Krishna think says, no. Self effort is supreme. Somewhere mm. in his Bhagavad Gita. Mm-hmm. Self effort is supreme. So he starts uh, this segment of the discourse with another definition for buddhi, that is antarvani. And it's mm-hmm. a very beautiful uh, definition because that brings a little bit of perspective of what buddhi is. Mm-hmm. Because conscience is something which we all encounter. Mm-hmm. A, a pricked conscience or a, <laughs> you know, a, a conscious decision when you mm-hmm. when you t- go by your conscience. Mm-hmm. So by Swami calling it antarvani. Mm-hmm. Intuition. It intuition, intuition also is another right. one. It comes from that. But you know, you wonder often you know, when you see somebody apparently bad mm-hmm. do they still have the conscience <laughs> I mean can the conscience be killed altogether that's mm-hmm. something which you wonder because definitely somebody who is doing harm must have uh, absolutely obliterated the idea of conscience itself so his buddhi is completely shrouded is it possible you know shrouded or annihilated altogether is that uh, possible yeah. at all? I don't think fully possible because this lie detector test you know that is how they get right. the person telling lies when it's telling a lie, there is a change in his uh, mental makeup because right. that fear and other things come in, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how they catch him, the sensitive right. instruments. Mm-hmm. So, and, you know, going by examples which we have from our uh, scriptures, mm-hmm. I think all those people like, uh, let's say, Ratnakara or uh, Angulimala, Angulimala mm-hmm. or even somebody like King Ashoka, mm-hmm. you know, they were all people who at some point that conscience which was ignored for long, just came by to take, take over. up again. Right? You know, when, mm. in a very, very powerful moment, mm-hmm. it comes and takes over. So I think it, it is, as I was saying, that it is always there. It can never be removed at all. I mean, um, think of this whole process of sharpening your intellect or praying to God to sharpen your intellect. That's what Gayatri Mantra is all about. Dhyo Yona Prachodayat. Um, I think the Gayatri Mantra is so complex and uh, it's so uh, vast. The subject is so vast. Obviously, we can't cover that and we need to learn ourselves more about it. But uh, Dhyo Yona Prachodiyat is something which Swami has always said. If you chant Gayatri Mantra, your intellect will uh, get sharpened. You will have a sharp intellect. And uh, What he means is, I think you will reach that inner voice and conscience and other things more easily. The mm-hmm. sharpened intellect, because there is purity, purity also coming in. Yeah, this Gayatri mantra is something very, very vast, and uh, how it is connected to buddhi. And uh, I hope uh, in this discourse or the next discourse, Swami will touch upon it. In fact, you know, so many ways Swami has emphasized the importance of Gayatri mantra, especially in this aspect of a sharp intellect. Correct. To many people, you know, Swami mm-hmm. has told even for to students. Yes. Swami said, "You chant Gayatri mantra; it will mm. give you stability. It will give you the power to discriminate." Mm-hmm. Swami has told, mm. "It will give you memory power." That is, of course, a known thing. Uh, yeah, as uh, once Swami was just uh, in the darshan line, uh, as when Vedam chanting was going on, we, I was also chanting along with the Vedam. Swami came and looked at me and he said, Chappura, Vedam Chappu, Artham Telskuni Chappu. Know the meaning and then chant the Vedam. So, uh, Gayatri Mantram, yes, like it's like taking a medicine. You just take the medicine, it, it has its own impact on you. But if you know the meaning, if you understand the meaning and then take it, possibly the you feel the impact stronger. You, know, you, you really go faster towards the goal. So, <laughs> we need to study about Gayatri Mantra. Yeah, Professor Haldane, no, from mm-hmm. USA, I think, university, he has done research on this Gayatri sounds when you chant, you know. Okay. And he has uh, said this mantra should be written in the halls of all the scientific laboratories of the world. Oh. Yes. Amazing. That is the kind of a powerful uh, influence it has on the mind. Mm-hmm. Professor Haldane. Mm-hmm. I think he was a... He didn't get the Nobel Prize, but he was one of the people who was <laughs> sponsored for it. Hmm. He has done a lot of research on this. 
in the 70s 60s then swami goes on to say about vigyana yeah but before that swami makes another beautiful point when mm-hmm. he says when i say follow the master mm-hmm. the master who is being referred to is that inner voice Mm. So Swami is saying that master stands for your conscience. Conscience, and uh, you know when we were in school, when he spoke to us as school children, uh, when he spoke to us in smaller uh, groups, he says before doing anything, just think, will Swami like this or not? Before doing an action, think whether Swami will approve this or not. So here directly, Swami becomes our conscience, and yes. Swami is our conscience. So the voice of Swami. Uh, so he he made it very simple for us. I mean um, now that you think of it right from primary school and from through higher secondary school we are somehow take it so naturally that the same swami who is standing in front of us is also inside us the same swami is inside us and the same swami is uh, you know standing in front of us now yes he is not physically standing in front of us but he is within us and so in that way swami taught us just think will swami approve this action or not and then <laughs> it's actually instead of thinking of an abstract buddhi <laughs> thinking of swami there is so much of love and like you know even if you think of buddhi mm. the final understanding is that which you are going to come that this buddhi this atma everything is is swami is that's swami. it right. <laughs> swami is the outer projection of the inner conscience of man you know true he's, true it's only the external vision of it the inner vision is the same as that external <laughs> So whatever he tells us, it becomes our conscience only. <laughs> that's true. Then coming to the, as you were saying, vignana. Mm-hmm. I think that's what uh, even Sir was mentioning in the beginning that there is that worldly intellect mm-hmm. and that which is the higher intellect. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes Swami uses the word pragnana. Okay. You know, vignana and pragnana. Mm-hmm. Sometimes Swami says sugnana also, mm-hmm. the good mm-hmm. uh, intellect. Correct. Awareness. Pragnana Brahmam is also right. one of the Mahavakyas. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. Now, I'm reminded of uh, one beautiful thing. One of my uh, one visiting faculty once told us. Mm-hmm. We were having this uh, symposium on environment, mm-hmm. protecting the environment through scientific education. Okay. That was the theme, and of course, in the chemistry department, it was all about. uh treating waste and mm-hmm. pollution and how to reduce pollution so i think that was the final session mm-hmm. when all the wisting faculties and guests were making their concluding remarks mm-hmm. and that's when this person came and told this very profound thing he said see we are all trying to handle the situation through vignana vignana also means science ah uh, right? yes right? yes mm. he saying we are we're all trying to handle it through vignana but actually the solution is in pragnana oh okay he said because the message because because of vignana it cannot be solved by vignana it was because it is through pragnana mm. and then he said how do we understand it is through pragnana mm. he said swami has given the answer mm. swami says prabhu darsha bina pragnana nahi oh. he says the moment you see god in the nature mm. okay the problem can be solved beautiful very <laughs> yeah. beautiful very beautiful Wonderful. this also you know links the individual society nature and god right. the hierarchy that swami often tells um, no that is correct see you see so many brilliant scientists in the west and other places who are agnostic atheistic and all that but they have a very brilliant mind and they have developed that to a great extent correct but their lifestyle if you see it may not be the pure lifestyle which uh, we recommend for spiritual life and all mm-hmm. so they remain only at that vijnana level or they are not able to go to the pragnana level what i feel i think you know mm-hmm. that also shows the lack of earnestness okay you know you are shutting yourself Mm-hmm. to one maybe maybe they may not be there mm. i mean i'm telling from their point of view mm. the existence of god mm. but they are just denying that possibility Complete. at all completely no, it's absolutely unscientific unscientific no, yeah it's right. absolutely unscientific because if you're really a scientist you have to be open you have to explore i mean uh, the greatest of scientists like einstein uh was a uh, you know a definite uh, believer right. in god and and the history of science is that we have made mistakes and we have discarded <laughs> bad theories and found new theories one thing is these scientists are so dedicated and they have become so great also because they have innate uh, purity of mind and right. art otherwise mm. they cannot reach that state of uh, excellence you know so yeah i mean their uh, buddhi is really sharp and they have reached that if you think of it yes science has progressed over all this uh, decades but you t- take indian uh, you know uh, sages 
to what extent astrology and to what extent you know they say um, predictions about uh, seeing the position of stars and taking your birth star and what time when you're born numerology uh, and all this is isn't it another uh, great development in science i mean it's uh, without telescope microscope without telescope the mind itself becomes the most uh, sensitive instrument mm. that they are able to gauge all the no i mean that level of scientific achievement like uh, astrology and everything comes out from just the position of stars and the uh, steady their buddhi went that way <laughs> so reminded of once something what my father once shared there was a commentary on the ramayana by a western author okay so he says that if ramayana really happened mm-hmm. it's amazing you know mm-hmm. such a beautiful story has happened mm-hmm. But he said, if it has not happened, mm. and it's just a fictional story, mm. and he had hats off to the person who's written it, mm. because way back in so many years ago, mm. he actually has given Conceive. such a perfect geography of that whole subcontinent. He mm. said, even today you can trace that whole path which Rama and Lakshmana take, mm-hmm. because perfect description of the regions. Oh, okay. He said, how can a person who can just sit in one place and write this whole story mm. in that age of you know where? Uh, you don't see travel as being so <laughs> these sages were almost like saying omnipresent omnipotent right no travel and living a channel in television you can't ring up in mobile phone and say hey how is this how send me a photo through google and absolutely nothing i mean really our sages of your they turned the buddhi and uh, it is so uh, brilliant and that's how they were able to come through with all this and uh, coming to again swami is uh, juxtaposing buddhi with the other things here mm-hmm. swami says no starts with buddhi tends to be covered by the ahankara mm-hmm. then he says that senses are subtler than the body mm-hmm. mind is subtler than the senses buddhi is still further buddhi is more <laughs> subtler than this and closest to the ego atma, yeah, atma which is the subtlest of all mm-hmm. so then he is saying that if ahankara is able to cloud this buddhi then it lies somewhere between buddhi and atma and atma is even subtler than the buddhi that's what swami said that's why it is so difficult to get rid of the ego, ego. You know? swami said in the last discourse eight types of pride the pride of spiritual achievement is also ego which comes in the way so it is subtle so subtle absolutely ahankara he says the aham with akara, akara is yes. is so the basically of i mm. which is mixed with body consciousness mm-hmm. akara means form form, form. <laughs> wonderful <laughs> And there's lovely story which Swami says here. Nenu pote povachuno. Nenu pote povachuno. If I go, <laughs> then I may go. I may reach. I may go. <laughs> wonderful. No, just when I was listening to the story, I was reminded of a wonderful incident which happened in old Brindavan. Mm-hmm. You know, when the bungalow was there, the old bungalow, mm-hmm. there was one window to okay. that bungalow which mm-hmm. was uh, just beside the staircase which would lead from Swami's room to the hall below okay so that used to be prime real estate you know all the boys <laughs> used to fit all their faces in that window because when swami walks down the staircase swami would be almost you know just mm. that win- window grill between swami's face and the boys mm. face and swami would often stop there and speak a few words sometimes make faces and mm. you know uh, crack a few jokes and <laughs> little bit of mischief mm. so that window used to be filled with boys faces okay. and swami would come down mm mm-hmm. So one day when Swami was coming down there, there was this boy, an ex-student, Mr. Mayur Pandya. Mm. He was sharing this incident. Now mm. he was standing there, and Swami stopped, looked straight into his eyes, and not in any jest on mm-hmm. that day. Swami was staring into his eyes. Mm. Then uh, Swami asked him, "Hey Mayur, do you love me?" Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, he was surprised by that question. He said, "Yes, Swami, of course, of course, I love you, Swami." Mm. Swami said, "No, no, 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 mm. you don't love me." Hmm. So he started protesting. He said, "No, Swami, I love you. I really love you." Then Swami said, hmm. "If you really love me, hmm. you won't even know that you love me." Oneness. <laughs> hmm. You know what Swami is telling here that if the I goes, I may go. Hmm. You know that that state can actually be reached even through love. That's what Swami is saying. That if you really love me, you will not be in a position to say, "Swami, I love you." Hmm. Well, that. Ahankara just goes, goes off. away, like Radha's love. <laughs> right, right, like Radha's love, because mm-hmm. she was. Atmanivedan is that state Absolutely. of bhakti. that mm-hmm. position to say that mm-hmm. I love you. That duality of I and you mm-hmm. vanishes in the presence of that pure love. 
And when you talked about this worldly knowledge and that man who says, if I go, I'll... Swami has told one story, I just remembered. There is a Pandit who used to talk on all these things, you know, to others. And he was a great Pandit also. And his milkmaid used to come with milk every morning. Mm-hmm. One day she is late uh, because of the rains and floods, you know. So the Pandit says, why have you come so late? She says, because of the rains, floods, I could not cross the river, cross... Hey, what? You should have taken the name of the Lord and walked across the water. <laughs> because he is a great teacher, you know. Mm. He talks like that only mm. to everybody. Mm. See, this maid goes back and next day it's heavily raining but the maid is on time giving the milk. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, how, how, how come you are reached so early? Yesterday it was raining, today also it's raining. Hey, you saw me, you told me, take the name of the Lord and walk on the water. I did that. <laughs> that fellow got a shock of his life. He said, you can also do it. Swami, you come with me. She said, she took his hand and took him across to that <laughs> lake and said, take the name of the Lord. Let us cross. <laughs> and that fellow had so many doubts. <laughs> First step he took, he sank. <laughs> you know, in one, one time when Swami is narrating this, mm. Swami says that he takes the name of the Lord, but he pulls up his dhoti. <laughs> Swami says he, he didn't have faith. Samshay Atma Vinashit. Fell into it. Then, Doubt is so subtle. I mean, uh, how you, how, that 100% conviction without any doubt. And doubt and fear, I mean, these go hand in hand. Why, just, why fear when I am here? When Swami says that, it uh, means a lot. And absolutely, even though so many times I've thought of it, the best expression of faith can mm-hmm. be fearlessness. Correct. Because the moment you have any fear, anxiety, or mm. which is which are all different shades of doubt, basically. Exactly. They say, they the Atma, Atman is fearless, they say. You know, right. Just mm. because of that... Uh, you know, you know once uh, one of I think one of the speakers in Mandir were telling mm-hmm. there are only two major emotions in in the human uh, consciousness. Mm-hmm. One is love, mm-hmm. one is fear. Mm-hmm. He said, which way you go depends on I mean, decides what you are. Mm-hmm. A percentage of these two actually decide what personality you are. In fact, uh, in Nisargadatta Maharaj also says that desires and fears. Fears. Okay. He what? says you are guided by desires and fears. It goes by memory. I mean. Memories which are fru- successful, which you are, which are happy for you, those bring you more desires. And memories which are not successful to you, they bring in fear. So it's all a play of the mind. He says the mind uh, which has memories which, which have been good for you, they bring you more desires. They breed more desires. The memories which have not been successful, they give you fear. All our actions are based either on desire or fear. fear right. Yeah. And if you take in the concept of chitta, mm. so many things are not conscious desires and fears. Exactly. Those are built with, with in, in your mind way. over periods of time and over many births. I mean, in a sense, you just uh, see a child when in that uh, age group when they still don't know what fear is you go and snap your finger right, right. in front of the face of the child he just continues smiling Absolutely. i mean that state is so beautiful yeah, that is a very very uh, beautiful anecdote of uh, mm-hmm. in the life of alexander the great i don't know if it really happened or it was a folklore which mm-hmm. just traveled around mm. it was said that you know alexander alexander or napoleon one of these okay he was sitting in the dark one day when mm-hmm. he was a little boy Mm-hmm. You know, outside his house, he was sitting in the dark and the mother comes looking for him mm-hmm. and she sees this little boy sitting all by himself in the dark mm-hmm. and she says, what are you sitting here all by yourself? Mm-hmm. Aren't you afraid? Mm-hmm. So he looks up to his mother and says, mother, what is it to be afraid? And so the story goes, the mother decides, I have to make this boy a boy who doesn't know what fear is. Oh. I should never teach him what is fear. And that's what actually makes him such a great personality. Beautiful, no? <laughs> Actually, I told you, I think, when I talked to Nisargadat Maharaj about some of these things, he said, uh, ask one question. I said, uh, how to get rid of Agnyan? He said, since when has this Agnyan come to you? He said, I said, why? Right from the time of birth. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, you are speaking the language taught to you by your mother. I speak the language you spoke before you were born. <laughs> hmm. Because all these things come in dualities, you know. You are born, that means the body is born. You hmm. will die, you will grow, you are a man, you are a woman, all these uh, name and forms. We are taught right from childhood and we are conditioned for it. Correct. And that becomes a part of a chitta also and we 
forget that we are the eternal unborn <laughs> immortal selves <laughs> exactly and i think that's the point swami ends this clip mm-hmm. where swami said if you want to realize mm-hmm. the atman you have to remove the ahankara, ahankara. Mm-hmm. that can be achieved only by effort correct that's what swami says so, <laughs> but we'll have to wait for a good one week before we come to know what swami is exactly meaning by that so that dear listeners brings us to the end of this episode this is prem from team you decide with Sai Prakash and Suresh Rausas signing out Sai Ram you just heard an episode of our radio series Shravanam Mananam Nitityasanam that is listen reflect and absorb This is a segment hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. In today's episode which was first broadcast live on 17th October 2013, Mr. Suresh Rao, a member of Radio Sai team, participated as a guest. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1990 the clips played today are from the discourse delivered on 26th may 1990 to listen to the next part of this program tune in again same day same time next week and also please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener@radiosai.org thank you and sairam from Prashanthi Nilayam.